Welcome to the 46th episode of the Triple Takeover Toycast, and what will ultimately be our last episode to go live in 2022. If you're listening to this at the time of release, then we hope you're having a merry festive period, and we'd like to wish you all the best for the year ahead too. And if you're not listening to this at the time of release, then what took you so long? Today, the focus is firmly on the last 12 months of collecting, as we look back on 2022 and present our personal picks for the best new Transformers toys of the year. With me as ever are my two jubilant and joyous co-hosts. First up, we have the man who's been dreaming of a white jet fire and has been known to enjoy a clear ghost star scream of Christmas past. We presume he's been busy decorating his tree with his famed golden baubles, so don't mind his resting Grinch face. It's Maz from Transformers Square One. I said I was 95% accurate. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you wouldn't be able to disagree. No. Next, we have the cheeky chap who's about as synonymous with the holiday season as Pickled Onion Monster Munch is with Itchy Head Syndrome, apparently. We're talking about someone who, whether he's been naughty or nice all year long, has a mum who will still write off to Weetabix and get him a big box of toys. Some call him the Home Alone 2, lost in New York of the Transformers fandom. It's Liam <laughs> from Toy Box Soapbox. What? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> there we go. You were planning that, weren't you? My name is Sixo, but more on that later, as together we are Triple Takeover, and we're here to slay, baby. What's shaking, lads? Hey, hey. Hey, hey, it's nice all good, man. <laughs> yeah, if that doesn't get you in the mood, what will? Depending on if you're listening on Patreon, I'm currently extremely excited about Christmas. If you're listening on regular release, I'm probably very hungover and very tired right now. Right, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, it does depend a little bit, this one, doesn't it, as to when people yeah. are listening uh, and what have you, because uh, depending on when it goes live... But, uh, you know, it's all kind of around the same season and it's not really a Christmas episode. Let's yeah. just kind of put that to bed for, for one moment. It's just sort of slightly festive, slightly looking back over the year, all merry. How's that? Yeah, It's all about those uh, different podcast time zones that you... Exactly. Yeah. I mean, in, in some places, it's still 1984. <laughs> I was wondering if that <laughs> yeah. was going to make an appearance. <laughs> right. Still 2010 in some places, maybe in Japan. I don't know. Brilliant. Yeah, just depends where you go. Time zones. How are you both? Great. Very tired, but great. Very tired indeed, yes. Different reasons, I suspect. Yes, I would imagine so. Yeah, Maz, you've been dealing with childcare. Liam, you've been living your childhood experience, basically. Right, yeah. And yes. No, I haven't been caring for the child that is Liam, in case anyone was right. wondering if those two <laughs> things were connected. Yes. This is why I was just let loose and unleashed across America. <laughs> right. Because you weren't there to restrain me. <laughs> yeah. Are you feel, I'm just at home screaming, Liam! <laughs> I wonder where he's gone. Did you like the photo? And that I bought a hat specifically to take that photo for you. That was all it was. Cool. Your photos of New York were hilarious, mate. Yeah. Honestly, I yes. I had to, it was genuine, I had to compare you. I know I did it on Twitter, compare you to that, uh, that bit from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, <laughs> take my picture with it, because it was just so true. It was the first thing I thought of. It was amazing. Everywhere I looked, there was something I recognised, and it was it was fantastic. And I've played, I've swung around it so much on Spider Man, I sort of knew my way around. So I could spot all the landmarks. You know, I I started off thinking this is the cheesiest, cringiest, most touristy thing I've ever seen. He is. They just all saw him coming. I was a tourist. Yeah. (laughs) But the worst kind. But by the end of it, I was incredibly envious of the holiday you were having. And I just thought, yeah, I totally need that in my life. Just absolutely what he experienced. To be fair, New York is that kind of place. You can't not do some of that stuff. Yeah, I loved every minute. When I was a kid, we never got to go on like good holidays or anything. So I always said, if I go to these places, I'm going to do all of those things that I always want, I would have done as a kid. So I'd go and see everything, do no matter how cheesy or tacky or whatever. Even came back with a little Statue of Liberty statue because I was like, I would have had that as a kid. So 
Yes, it was great. Or the Ghostbusters stuff. Whole different level of nostalgia. Actually, role playing yourself as a child on holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Completely. That's commitments. Well, you get to do all the things you want to do, which was basically just see everything from Ghostbusters. I found that played from Scrooge. That was my favourite of the more right at the end. I've got to tell you, everything about you is suddenly making a lot more sense. Well, like a child yes. trapped in an old man's body now. You are just role-playing your It's childhood, childhood. cosplay, yes. <laughs> Basically, yes. yes. It was exactly. when we went for dinner in the extremely expensive restaurant on a Central Park that cost like $300 for the food. It was very fancy, but it was the one from Ghostbusters, and that was the only reason I went. <laughs> but it was worth it because the food was lovely. And I got to recreate them banging on the window like Louis Tully. It's worth it. $300 for that. That's what I did, basically. Congratulations to you and our apologies to everyone else. Yes. yes. Sorry, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Poor poor people eating their restaurant food. The very old people there were very confused. There was this grinning person going, hey, hey," banging on the window. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, I I don't know what can compare to that, really. That's presumably a highlight for you. But uh, yeah, we're obviously going to be talking back on uh, a few experiences from the year. Uh, today Uh, mostly toy related though and uh, specifically for us the whole deal today is about uh, choosing our best picks of the year isn't it about choosing what we consider to be the best toys from 2022 Uh, do you think we're up to it yeah yeah i think i only bought two so it was pretty easy (laughs) right simple choices easy picks there do you bought more than two i did at least three when i actually thought about it there there was a choice to be made from toys that had come out this year so yeah, it's discussion worthy stuff, I think. Okay. I'm really looking forward to it. So I must admit I struggled a little bit with uh, every every toy I kept thinking of uh, and then I looked it up, I was like, ah oh, damn, it's released in twenty twenty one. Yeah, same actually, yes. It's so or, many or rather you were looking them up for me because you were deciding what I would say. <laughs> yeah, <that is laughs> and everything you thought I'd say is like Well only because you were story. like, I didn't buy anything and I was like, What about this? What about this? I didn't get a chance you had the conversation by yourselves before it even turned up. That is true. That is true. Well you were busy off doing childcare stuff yeah it was it was a fun week yeah you've had, you've been through it haven't you, a bit bless you but well uh, we'll get on with the ceremony but before that we should mention that we are sponsored by two wonderful sponsors actually by tfsource.com uh, who you can check out for your transformers and third-party needs and indeed the wonderful kapowtoys.co.uk and we'll do a longer segment on both of them in the middle of the pod as always <laughs> liam is sponsored by ghostbusters <laughs> right, indeed <laughs> hey man you should see all the uh fdmy stuff i bought from the firehouse it's all ghostbusters themed did you really buy all the merch like yep. every item they had oh it gets even meant that because i didn't there were two things i didn't get because i didn't see them until they were closing the door but I posted on Instagram a picture of the firehouse and then the actual firefighters there DM'd me and started t- chatting to me and they're sending them to me as a gift. I don't understand how you do it. I don't understand it's how incredible. you do it. It's amazing. It is. He's a fire off person as well. What do you call him? Uh, I was going to call him a fire engine. It's obviously not a fire engine. He's a Was it Super Fire Convoy? Did you meet Super yes. Fire Convoy on holiday? <laughs> it was Fireman Sam. That's who it was. But he was a very nice dude. And if he's listening, thank you very much for the future gifts. <laughs> did, you, did you tell him about the podcast? I did. He so. may well be listening. Who knows? Said, yeah. Thank you for taking care of our child. <laughs> oh, before I forget, also, I just wanted to shout out friend of the pod, and I hope I'm saying his name right, Ryan Penagos from uh, for his fantastic hospitality in New York. Took me for a burger. It's a hidden place. That was fantastic. Mr. Mr. Marvel. Yes, Mr. Marvel. Agent M. Agent M. The Agent M. So, yeah, he's a lovely, absolutely lovely guy. Gave me a ton of comics. Has an amazing backpack as well. So, What was his backpack like? It's like a Marvel backpack, but with like quite little chibi characters. But like 
it was like a dark color, so you could just sort of make out the outlines of them. Very cool. That's how I actually spotted him because I couldn't figure, I couldn't remember what he looked like. And then I saw his Marvel background. I was like, "Got to be that guy. Has to." <laughs> On brand. Yeah. Are, are you going to get us to debate this uh, pronunciation of the word chibi again? Is it? Is it not chibi? Chibi. I don't know. We've done this before. This has happened before. Yeah. Has it? Yeah. L- like small, you know. Small yeah, yeah. Characterful. Thing. And I, I know the word. It's more just the pronunciation <laughs> that I'm Mastodon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> who am I? To John Mastodon. John Mastodon. Let's yeah. so go back to Rollocks. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Rollocks, if you want more Rollocks, you should totally, <laughs> totally subscribe to our Patreon because there's Seamless. lots of Rollocks there. Pitch, right. Patreon.com forward slash triple takeover. And uh, starting right at the top with our highest tier gold box classics, they get mini series and they get mini sods. That means exclusive content every week for those guys. Whether it's Unicron Trilogy series with me, or it's the IDW More Than Meets the Ice series with Sixo, or the tour of New York for people who are still locked in childhood with Liam. It's hey. good. It's like ongoing exclusive episodes. And of course, they get access to the Sixos Butler's mini-sodes as well. And as a butler or a GBC, you can commission mini-sodes and we will eventually make our way through the list of 5 billion that we have. On top of that, you get access to the Discord server, as do Inner Beasts. So, you know, if you need an oasis of calm and good feeling and community about Transformers on the internet, our Discord server is where it's at. They can also ask questions that will be answered on the pod. They get shout-outs on the pod from Butler and up, and we'll do that at the end of the show. Or you can be a man in pig, and you can get early access to episodes up to a week early. Or you can just sign up and thank us for £1 a month as an apologetic ramp. So check it out, patreon.com forward slash triple takeover for a lot more of this. And Christmas is pretty much gone now. And, you know, <laughs> in, in this postal climate, you're probably not going to get anything anytime soon anyway. But January sales are probably upon us. And judging by my uh, junk email box, Rebel will seem to have a sale every other day. So if you would like to buy some triple takeover random merchandise, check your spam filter and head over to rebelbook.com forward slash people forward slash triple takeover forward slash explore. You can get all sorts of lovely designs on all sorts of things. Probably not stationary, but there's loads of other stuff. I wonder, has any marketing pitch ever included the sentence, check your spam folder? <laughs> it has now. It does now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm breaking new ground here. I've been to New York. I'm a changed person. Right. To- toy box, spam box. I'm talking <laughs> here. <laughs> God. Had to be done. So, 2022, then, looking back. So, this is, yeah, this is basically us coming up with what is for us collectively the top six toys of the year. There are some rules around this, not too many, but yeah, the toy does have to have been released in the year so it's a 2022 release uh and obviously we had to pick it up in the year but that's <laughs> that's sort of i was caught out by my own rules with that tonight with the one that i had locked in and then I just, right then i realized i actually got it on december 30th last year even though uh, it was officially released see for me personally i would allow it if it was december 30th i would count it personally because i don't think you've had enough time yeah. you know because you can't include it in 21 list at that point can you You can't like have what 12 hours with it and be like this is the best toy of the year oh he would have because it would have given him flex rights to say oh this toy is not even out yet but i've got it and it's this year's you would would have done well both of you right i would have done it too (laughs) i'm sure i've done it on on some yeah flex box and flexo flex box mailbox (laughs) flex square one right indeed (laughs) uh but yeah no so it has to have been released in 22 
and it has to be a new toy because it can't be something vintagey that we've picked up, you know, from previous years or anything like that. No, because that's that a was good hard. distinction. Exactly. Yeah, that was hard because there was a lot of stuff. I would say some of my best stuff is stuff from previous years this year, actually. But that was our mini-sode, wasn't it? So that, yeah. just yeah, to distinguish between we have the mini-sode done we've done. Yeah. We have kind of done that on the mini-sode was, was more stuff that, you know, from other years that we picked up. This is more just a great way to look back at actual toys of this year and Transformers of this year, isn't it? Because I'm sure we'll talk yeah. about other toys that came out, not just these six. Exactly. We yeah. are going to allow third party some may not agree with that but that's just us you know it's our discussion so that's what we're going to do but it is only going to be transformer stuff so we've opted to not include diaclone or anything else in that as well funnily enough i don't think any diaclone toy i bought this year was from this year mm. i think it's all been older stuff like i think <laughs> i'm not sure but pretty oh no pod gantry old god right. pantry would that have made <laughs> it in uh, I think it would have actually because I have used uh, that God Pantry in virtually every photo. It's been the background, yeah, good, oh, yeah. good background fodder. Actually, yeah, I, that, would, that would totally have been on the list this year. I love that name, Pod Pantry. I'm hoping he's got like a combining <laughs> part with Diaclone Big Butter or something like that. You know, <laughs> I like God Pantry. It reminds yeah. me of God Bomber, but like something different. <laughs> the fairy God Bomber at this time. Of year. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, has to have been released in this year. Has to be a new thing. And we did say as well one final thing. And just to kind of clarify this, none of us are going to pick Pink Hot Rod. So we do, we all collectively love Pink Hot Rod. Maz, you've still not actually got yours in hand yet, do you? Have you not checked it, huh? Oh, is it? Has it arrived? Yeah. Hello. There he is. Wow. Oh, amazing. No, I didn't see that yeah. on Twitter. I was all ready to complain about the fact that, oh, yeah, well, you guys could choose that because you actually got it. But, yeah, I got mine today. Oh, you were going to complain, were you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm very unlike me. No, I can't. I was busy doing my own childcare, so I didn't see Twitter, I'm afraid. But, uh, no, that's great, mate. I'm so pleased. So, well, okay, I was going to say we're not going to pick Pink Hot Rod, if only because... He kind of needs to be elevated a little bit. I think he deserves special mention status. Maz's face right now, he's loving it. You, you mean like having his own multiple minisodes? Right, exactly. <laughs> like we have covered him quite a lot and we're probably going to talk about him again today, let's be fair. But we felt like it, he needed to be a bit beyond just one of us choosing it. Like obviously we're all going to want to choose it. So we're going to choose six toys beyond Pink Hot Rod. So he's very much his own thing, I think. Yeah. How are you finding him so far, Miss? Oh, I've got to say, I got the box, opened the box. The thing is, I got the box and uh, promptly dropped it. So <laughs> it was like my, my son was in the room and I was like, hey. and, and uh, I dropped it. And the perfect box I had and had requested for him is no longer perfect. <laughs> so it lasted three seconds. But uh, I wasn't wowed immediately. I looked at it and I thought, yeah, I guess it's a different color. And I think I was expecting it to look just like the prototype, that pink. Right. That's going to say, because you've had that experience already, haven't you? You've been yeah, wowed by the, pr- the exactly. pink hot rod in, in But it's just, it's the garbage lighting in my home. Because <laughs> once I had it <laughs> in front of the lamps um, and I took some photos and put them on Twitter, I was like, that is exactly what I wanted. And it yeah, is, man. it's just been a bit of a, a one hour experience of getting it out of the box, getting it in front of the lights, taking some photos. And I didn't plan to photograph it today. I knew it was coming today. But I just thought, oh, I'll just check it out. But then I, I wanted to see what the real color was. So I just thought... Well, let me put it in the light tent and just, just see how it looks under these lights. And it looked perfect. And I thought, well, he's here. I'll take a photo. Oh, uh, man, your pictures are so nice as well. I've just I've just given you a little retweet. Hey, appreciate that. And it's gorgeous. It's just exactly what it needed to be, isn't it? And like for some reason, my um my webcam is also showing it to be exactly as pink as I need it to be. And I'm quite enjoying seeing it on the webcam. Look yeah. 
It is a it is a funny old color, isn't it? Because it it's very intense. I think actually the color, and uh, I, I do think maybe it does depend on the light a little bit. I struggled actually when I was putting together my video on it because I found that uh, some bits, you know, particularly in shadow, it looked much more red. Mm. So I was really having to like make sure that it wasn't cast in shadow at all because honestly, I was like I didn't want any kind of. Um, confusion i suppose about the color like in no. the video do you know what i mean i wanted it to look the actual color that it is uh rather than people being like wait what what's going on here because i thought god exactly let's not start that whole debate again oh do you know please I mean? right yeah exactly I, I normally do edit my photographs to add a bit more shadow and, and drama to them to and it's sometimes it can change the color between photos so you actually kind of see like depending on how much shadow there is i didn't do anything to these photos apart from add a vignette mm. that's that's all i just went straight from camera to photoshop i don't know i think that's how it looks yeah and color does change anyway depending on the lighting mm. and the, the where you are and whatever do you know what i mean like you know if, like you say if you're around your home i very often notice things have a different color to them or whatever but uh, to me it's just glorious i love the color of this thing he's a pretty bastard isn't he I think when we did the mini-sode, you were the only one who had it in hand, weren't you? I think it was. Oh, no. And I just got it. Sixo had it. It was the only one who had it in hand when we did the, the mini-sode, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, not the mini-sode that announced the thing. I mean, I know he's in with old B-Mac and his mates, <laughs> but he didn't have it that early. Which which, which mini-sode was it? Yeah, because there have been a few, haven't there, on yeah, this thing? I think it was the most recent one. I thought I'd just got it, but both of them turned up on the same day. Yeah, I was amazed by our in hand. The colour is actually nicer than I thought it was in the pictures. Like, it's more like the pictures I was hoping it was like than... I don't know if you remember, there were two stock photos and the colours was different and we talked yeah, about it a yeah. lot in the first one. Mm. And it actually was like the one I was hoping it was more like. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it's a really good representation, actually. I think they got the colour spot on. What What do you make of it versus the yeah versus the G1 colours? I'm actually thrilled that they both exist because G1 colours hot rod is just legendary now. Yeah. I mean, uh, to the point where I'd, I kind of hate if we'd never gotten this colour. Yeah. But the this is definitely its own thing. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. Maybe I thought I would have this feeling of this is how it should always have been. But I don't get that feeling, honestly. I don't get that. I just think it's beautiful and I'm glad it does exist. Uh, I think I would only get the this should have been the version we got if by some amazing miracle I ended up with the vintage test shot or or prototype. That's the only one that will truly evoke that feeling. But this is superb. I'm so thrilled it exists. I am totally owning that we made this happen. (laughs) <laughs> do you really believe that i think we had something to do with it and i don't think it's ridiculous to suggest that so i'm gonna without giving too much away so i haven't uh mentioned this yet but i had a note from mr b mac from hasbro actually who, who very kindly sent me a note um yeah indeed uh who who suggested that uh evan brooks who's the designer is a fan and uh evidently was aware that uh you know that there was some love for pink hot rod or whatever that I, that's no you know conclusion or anything like that but uh i don't know you've got to, you've got to hope haven't you that maybe somewhere there might have been some influence or something i don't know It'd be lovely to think that that was the case but obviously we don't know just, all we did was channel the massive enthusiasm for this onto a platform where it can be confirmed that loads of people wanted this yeah if that's exactly. all it took then great yeah exactly so, and I, think I spent it, all that time trying shows. to summon the spirit of John Warden, and this guy was already listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know if he listens or not, but I, I know that I know that he was aware of of the pink hot rod thing. Do you know what I mean? So, um, so who, who knows? But uh, yeah, anyway, look, it's great that it happened. Thrilled with it. I, I'm kind of with you, Mez, that like um, 
you know, I, I still hold that original test shot in high regard. Uh, but I think this is just absolutely the next best thing. Yeah, especially with the extra paint apps to make it yeah. screen accurate. I don't think I ever would have imagined it being that way had I not seen what Hasbro did with it and that custom that you showed us from years back. Yeah. But yeah, in my mind, it would have just been the G1 hot rod, but with pink plastic instead of the normal. And then it was just like the Walmart version in pink. But the extra mile they went with the other stuff just makes me realize, you know, I'm really glad that exists yeah. now. Yeah. So. It's nice to have something so different. Yeah, just agreed. As well as like they have just taken the time to do something new with it. Mm. Not just redeco it because I am going to do yeah. my other one like that. I'm going to get the going to get yeah. Nathan to take the paint off and stuff, and get it as close to the uh, not the prototype as such, but how the G1 toy would have been if it yeah. had just been that color. Mm. It's amazing so. how much the gray plastic is not massively offensive in hand. No, were you, you expecting leave... it to be? <laughs> I was really expecting it to be like. Mm, can't wait to change that out. It's not that bad. I really like it. Honestly, yeah, the gray I can plastic. leave it as is, I think. Yeah. This, I'm happy to have one that's completely stock. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I absolutely am. Like, I know a lot of people have been on about the Chrome and whatever, but I don't mind it, honestly. Like, um, it's fine. You know, it's a, it would be nice to see it with Chrome, but... I love the gray. I think it just looks really nice because so, we're so used to having so many hot rods and rodimuses and they've always got Chrome spoiler uh, pipes and stuff, haven't they, the vintage mm-hmm. toys? So it's just nice to see it done differently, mm. a different touch. Completely agree. And on the paint applications, I just think stuff like the knees and the collar is just genius, really. Like it's in the helmet, you know. Yeah, the little touch on the helmet. Well, also the the different coloured crest to mm. the to the rest of the helmet is just. And I had mm. to think, like, wait, There's is a thong. G1 hot rod like that? Yeah, on yeah, the crotch as well. Yeah, yeah the, the crotch. Mm. That's actually yeah. my favourite part of it because it's just that nice little, just extra bit of colour. For some reason, that's really not, that's cool. I like yeah, it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Absolutely legendary release, and who knows what we might get next, eh? Astro Train. Got to be Astro Train. How can it not be Astro Train? Yeah, they really should do Astro Train. I mean, it really absolutely has to be that. And then by some magic of impossibility, Swoop. Please just do Swoop. Somehow. And Blue Streak, no? Yes, Blue Blue Streak. Oh, my God. That's the dream one. That'd be that's amazing. Maz, the... you already have one. but I could play with this one, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if, yeah. if I do one, I could actually play with it, yeah. Just imagine, though, like I was thinking about this the other day, like one thing in a funny way for me with Blue Blue Streak, the thing more than almost more than the toy itself, not more than the toy itself, almost more than the toy itself, that would make me want such a thing, is imagine how many years we've been reading about Blue Blue Streak now, and like, did it ever happen? You know, like now it's very much confirmed it didn't, you know, there's been no evidence of it for like 40 years or whatever. But imagine now if they finally did it, and you think of all the years that it was like, maybe they they did do one at some point, and we just don't know. And then they actually did it in 2023 or whatever. Like, wouldn't that be incredible to think that after all those years, after nearly 40 years of the brand, 39 years, or maybe 40 by the time they do it, that actually there was a G1 Blue Blue streak. I just think that that would be just amazing. And that's what, I think that's what they should be doing like for the next couple of years is just going back and wrapping up all these mysteries, you know, giving us <laughs> these little things. Because it's a fun way to bring these toys back as well because we've had them in the various decos so many times. But it's fresh and exciting. But also, it's like you're a part of history. That's what I felt like with the Pink Hot Rod. It mm-hmm. felt like a real moment of that the whole fandom could enjoy. But you were seeing something from, that you've been seeing for so long and thinking about does actually come true. Yeah, I mean, compare the fanfare around this yeah. reissue to the Walmart reissue. I mean, this yeah. this had the fire, it really did. Yeah. And there are so few of those moments left, I think, to some degree, because we've been mm. in this fandom for so long. We've seen so much that it's really hard to have something that genuinely comes across. And you're like, whoa, this is feels huge. I think if they did, 
the prototype Unicron, G1 Unicron. I think that would be pretty yeah. much the, the zenith of it. I can't imagine anything that would create as much buzz yeah. as that. A G1 RC, maybe. Maybe. Would be maybe. super fun. Yeah, maybe so. But the, I just think a project like that, no matter how completely out there it might seem, would just be incredible to witness. So uh, have you got, you got Starscream in hand now as well, right, Liam? Yeah, man. I love him. Spoilers, might be coming up in a bit. But okay, oh, no. say no more. Than, well, you, yeah. you, that's a big spoiler. Well, should we move on to, to 2022 toys? Yeah. Aside from Pink Hot Rod, of course. You know, Liam, maybe you've volunteered yourself for kicking us off there. I don't know. Oh, there we go. We'll, we'll leap ahead with this. Give us your first choice. What's it going to be? Well, you know, as it couldn't be Pink Hot Rod, I kind of felt cheeky picking this one because it was going to be... At first, I thought it was going to be Black Zarek, but then I realized I had it last year. But once I opened this, because, you know, uh, this came while I was away on holiday. And so when I got back, I've owned so many G1 Starscreams. It wasn't something I, I was looking forward to, it, but not like especially because Pink Hot Rod overshadowed it so much. And then I opened the box and then I saw the colors and, oh, my God, it just like swept over me. <laughs> the gray. It's just everything about it just pops so beautifully, like the bright blue it's gorgeous. And then it's the face. It was the face in particular. That, that's yeah, what made yeah. me pick it. Because yep. we've, se- we've seen this face so many times, but you're so used to seeing cartoon Starscream rather than the G1 Toys face, which is its own really unique thing. And when you do see it, it's often like black, so all the detail is washed out. So this feels like the first time where you're really seeing it all picked out and without those horrible, stupid stickers that I have to apply with a knife. That's really true. And anytime anyone has customized that toy to look like the cartoon, it's yeah. almost like you can super appreciate what a lovely head sculpt it has. Yeah, and it's, just, it, it's beautiful. Just look at it's the, the fact they've painted the vents as well, obviously, because it's meant to be like the side of its head. But yeah, it the works vents are cool. So well, because obviously now you don't lose the, it doesn't make the head feel so small. Yep. And yeah, it's a fantastic design. And I love the fact that it's still got all the toy touches. So like the sides of his arms are still blue rather than being cartoon accurate gray. Mm, that is a nice touch. That's the molding from the, the same plastic as the other parts. But I just like that it still retains an element of it being its own thing as well as being quite cartoony. It's beautiful. I think my only complaint, which is the most trivial thing, would be that the uh, the Decepticon logos are the wrong way around for robot mode, <laughs> which is a standard thing. I know it's cartoon accurate, but that's like, that would be it. But that's, it's fantastic. Just look at it. Yeah. And the missiles, obviously. I wish they'd given us the smaller missiles, but is the grey so distinct that you can't use any other Starscream's missiles with it and have it be a pass? Uh no, it's definitely a lighter grey, but then I think the missiles look like a lighter grey to the rest of the toy itself anyway. It's it's a funny grey. I, I do think it is a little bit different. Like I uh, you know, Liam, do you have the, the Transformers collection reissue? Uh no. I was comparing it to the Vintage Colors, which is also a reissue. It's the uh, um, Collector's Edition reissue. And then the Transformers Collection reissue, the book box one. Uh, so two distinct different reissues. So one in G1 toy colors with the darker blue and the gray. And the Transformers Collection reissue, which is the anime-styled one, which has always been popular. And actually, the gray on those is basically the same like it's virtually indistinguishable so really it's what you were saying about pink hot rod actually maz is that really what they've done there is switch out the blue uh, and that's the obvious difference between those two with a, a few other little things different stripe on the wings things like that whereas this pushes it completely to another level and i you know i read a few people saying that this new reissue was going to in people's minds look very similar to the transformers collection reissue and it really doesn't 
Um, and I and I think the big part of that is that the gray is different. But there's almost, to my eye, like a slightly, it's like on off gray, like a slightly yellowish tinge to it. Do you not get that so much, Liam? No, no. For me, it just looks like a very nice and bright gray. But maybe it depends maybe on the light because under here it does look a bit, yeah, maybe I can see what you're saying. It's more on the nose cone, you know, on the rubber, which I don't yeah. know if it's the same with yours, but the nose cone on mine is ever so slightly too big. It doesn't Yes. I do, yeah, it overhangs. just at the, bo- at the bottom, yeah. 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 So I have had a, a couple of little things on mine. I mean, I think it's really good. Uh, the canopy on mine, the orange canopy is slightly loose, which is annoying. Um, so it does sort of, it doesn't quite sit flush. And it just sort of like wiggle a little bit, I would say, in place. Uh, and I have noticed that the legs on mine sort of bow inwards slightly yeah. uh, in robot mode. But I guess I think that's, that's, that's the case on brand new reissues too, right. like brand new vintage ones too. I've always had that yeah. inward leg on every jet I've had that was mint. Interesting. Yeah, because I, I know it's one of the first things I did when I transferred Trevor was I automatically started pulling the legs apart because it's just a habit I have is trying to stretch them almost. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just sublime though, the colours and the fact they've, Added those little paint apps to the cockpit as well. Just... I mean, he, he could definitely stop a pig in an alleyway, this guy. <laughs> it's like two drain pipes next to one another there. Right. How do you guys like the colour of the nose cone in jet mode? I love it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's very cool. I Same as Liam. I think it's a great release. I think they've done a superb job with it. It is very akin to Pink Hot Rod in its way because it does the same job in that it takes a toy that you know inside out and does something different with it and we don't really get that much actually like even when you do get reissues or even when you do get repaints of uh classic molds they're typically like the color placement is the same just a different color if that makes sense so it's rare to see new paint applications given to an existing mold in this way of these two toys and I think it's really stellar. I mean, like you said, Liam, I think the sides of the the, the kind of vents or whatever on his head, that is just a total game changer, in my opinion. Yeah. It completely changes the character of the toy, uh, just looking at it. Um, and the eyes and all of that as well. It just, you know, it's brilliant. I love it. One thing I didn't notice until the photos started coming out of the toy, I think it was uh, your 6 where you lined up a vintage Starscream, this one, and then the TFC one. Yeah was the little grey rectangles on his feet to simulate animated mm. Starscream's like grey central part of his foot, which obviously no G1 toy has ever really done. So that's one I'm looking forward to seeing in hand because I hadn't actually spotted that detail on it. Yeah, and he's got little tampos on his knees as well. You know where you would normally put the stickers? There's a little tampo just there uh, to kind of make it look like vents. Um, so I think that's super cool as well. The canopy for me is a little bit of a bum note, just because it really does. It is quite loose and wobbly on on mine. Mine's um, all right. So I just who is it? Yeah, mine's fine. No, it might just so, be my copy then. I don't know. Um, how many have you got coming in though? <laughs> just the one. More? Just the one. <laughs> it's a it's a very normal question to ask. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah. in with these specific reissues, maybe, yeah. but yeah, uh, I'm not normally one to get multiples, but uh, no, it, it almost tempts me then to maybe try a second copy. I don't know, just because it is. Um, is a little bit of a bum note that. But uh, other than that, I think the only real thing is the missiles. Would love it if the missiles were shorter, but say la vie. What's the what are the fists like? Because I remember on by the Big time holes. we got to TF yeah, by the time we got to TFC collection, even back then, the fists on these jet molds no longer clipped in. Like oh, yeah, if you they, if you really went for it, it would stress the the plastic. 
and it was really bad on the platinum edition ones. But if you compare like a vintage Starscream fist to the later ones, it doesn't clip on tightly. It just sort of hangs on with friction. They've they've still got the clips inside, and yeah. they still go on. Mine went on tight, but I don't know if it felt like it clipped. But I thought when I put it on, it did. Yeah, I would say the same. It doesn't. It does go on very solid, as in like you have to give it a real pull to get it, it off again. Though, does it? Yeah. it? Doesn't click. No. no, it never clicked on the vintage either. But it didn't feel like if you pressed it on to make it flush, it was going to stress the plastic like most of the reissues of that toy have. But if they've improved that since the last round of reissues, that's great. I would say on the whole this lands around the same as hot rod for me in terms of the the quality of it and everything yeah. do you know what i mean I, I think other than the um note with the nose cone i'm very impressed do you know what i mean and and um i think actually in terms of reissues it's it's on the sort of better end of reissues that we've seen done cool. uh, you know with like classic molds and things uh, i mean would you say that about hot rod mares yeah, um, you were right about the backpack. That's definitely snapped to position and really, really nice. I thought the feeling of the chest and the waist plate definitely felt slightly degraded from some of the older reissues and vintage. Didn't feel as solid there as it has in the past. But yeah, the legs and the, the arms and the backpack were absolutely spot on. I would say that there's some evidence in both of these of the powers that be doing what they can to try and tweak the mold slightly to, to make them, you know, so that they've not degraded or whatever. I don't know how they would do it or, you know, tightening things up and all of that, but uh, I would say there's some evidence of that. Yeah, like I I don't know if they've changed anything, but it feels far more solid than the previous Walmart reissue. It was Walmart, wasn't it? Yeah. Of Starscream mm. that I've got, which is a bit like a Bookaroo game when I put it together and try and take photos, those bits just fall <laughs> off. Constantly, like the tail fins just they just hang basically, and any kind of slight movement, they're all falling apart. But this, how, everything seems to clip in. How have they never made a Buckaroo G1 Starscream game? How has that <laughs> never been a thing? How has Liam just invented it? That's got to yeah. be next. Next there you crossover. Go. I'll mention it to BMAC. <laughs> Do you know uh, one thing that I will say about this um, Starscream reissue that it actually really does for me is that it really reminds me of some of like the ladybird art and things like that yeah you know you know the kind of depiction of starscream where he looked like the toy but kind of had the the colors and everything from kind of more of a cartoony look but yeah, it, yeah, I can see but that. it really has that vibe to, to of it to me yeah i think the only thing that strikes me slightly odd is uh you know because the lack of stickers you see more of the like on his chest and stuff like the screw holes and stuff Mm. And that are they usually covered by stickers, aren't they? They're sort of yeah, weird they ones that always you have to press on multiple times because you have to go around a corner. Yeah, these so, stickers, yeah. But it's it's so pretty. The colours are just so gorgeous, and it's just really nice to be able to experience a toy like that that you've owned so many times. And it's not that it gets boring, but it just being able to have it take your breath away again for like it's the first time I've seen it. Nice. So okay. yeah, same. So it was only a pink hot rod, but this. I think because I was expecting it more from Pink Hot Rod, whereas this, I was like, oh, it looks great, but we'll move on faster. And as soon as I opened it, it was like, whoa, no, not at all. This yeah, yeah, this yeah. is pretty. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Maz, do you want to do your first pick for 2022? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to go with MPG01 Shuki because, uh... yeah, for lots of reasons. I mean, I bought this thing knowing I would be into it because it had such an accurate train mode. Lovely bullet train. Then I saw it in hand for the first time in the pub, and that train mode was enormous. I mean, it was way larger than I expected it to be, way more detailed, way more solid, and it came with the track, and it was just an instant win 
purely on the train mode. And I could see in the pub that it was a transformation way too complex to attempt without instructions. But that thing, yeah, that thing is uh, is phenomenal in terms of presence and looks and accuracy, I guess, to the to the vintage train to the point where it's got that lovely off white color. Yeah, I love yeah, the color. Pre yellowing, I can deal with that. You know, I can't ruin this. <laughs> yeah. It does look nicotine-y, doesn't it? It has that kind right. of, uh, but it does have that pre yellowed vibe. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's very cool. I've had a, a numerous questions from people saying to me online, "Is that the actual color of it? Like, yeah. is it meant to be that color?" And I'm really grateful that it is. I thought yeah. that's where my um, my fascination with it would end. I really thought this is the that's good enough for me, and I'll just display it in train mode, and that will be good enough for me. And I'm so thrilled that it wasn't because I was okay with that. I was completely satisfied with paying that money for one mode to be perfect. I knew what current masterpiece are like. Okay, skids, reboost, crosscut was a real spike in the road for me. Like, wow, Masterpiece has rediscovered the magic. Um, but I thought that was a one-off. And then, uh, yeah, because transforming Shuki the first time was hard. It, I followed the instructions and I found it difficult, complicated, really, really intricate. And then you do it the second, third time by yourself from memory and realize this is no way. I didn't need my hand held this much as I thought I did. And it's a toy that's now lived at my work desk for a month. This is the good thing about Iceland, I suppose. There's absolutely no daylight, so it's not going to yellow at work, even though I'm close to a window. So it's just been sat there, mostly in train mode. But just recently, again, I put it in robot mode, and he's glorious in robot mode, possibly one of the very best head sculpts I've ever seen on a modern Transformer. Nice. Just divine. Great proportions. Massive hands. Uh, <laughs> just an amazing robot mode. I mean, how did you get to that from that train? How yeah. is it that poseable? How is it that perfect? And how is it that um, intuitive to transform with all that stuff going on? And it's still a mostly scaled train. And then, of course, it transforms into Raiden's chest. And I thought, that's the bit I'm least interested in. Then I transformed it to Raiden's chest and took some of my favorite photos this year of him in chest mode, just <laughs> being suspended in, in God Pantry. They're amazing. You know, I had so much fun with that photo shoot. It's made me be creative with photos again, with all the trains set up and the like, the scenery. It's an massively inspiring and beautiful toy that is impossible to put down, and it is the perfect, perfect amount of complicated. That it's not too simple to transform where you lose interest, and it's not too complicated that you don't keep reaching for it over and over again to the point where I'm thinking, I've paid a lot for this toy, but I can't put it down. I'm just going to keep transforming it but it hasn't worn the way I thought it would. Like the paint on the clear plastic sections is still mostly intact. There is some alignment issue going back to train mode. Nothing, it's not 100% flush, but I don't think it ever was. But yeah, this is a spectacular release. So well done. Couldn't have asked for better for this toy and this character. Yeah, I kind of echo that sentiment, really. I, I love it, honestly. Like for me, it was a... It, it just a knockout thing i had the same things as you like in train mode it's never completely flush mm -hmm. um again i don't believe it ever was i remember getting it out of the box and already thinking okay it's not flush but it doesn't matter either like it still looks really good it's not there's something about the sides of it or whatever that it's it's not one of those where you really notice like a slightly misaligned panel or whatever it's got that slightly kind of squishy feel at one point do you know what i mean like it should mm -hmm. just clip in slightly more than it does but I don't know. It looks really good. It's a very, very pretty train mode. And as you said, the proportions and the size of it are super satisfying. I think it's got that kind of length to it uh, that 
dare I say, the the third party option that is doing the rounds as well. Um, just can't compare in this case for me, and that's coming from someone that owns both of them. Uh, you know, it, that looks more like a shoe, if anything. Uh, in the train mode. Um, whereas <laughs> I thought that would make you like it. They go, oh, you're uh, MP10s. Right, yeah. I mean, they don't actually transform into shoes, you know, they're just coloured like <laughs> shoes. Um, but, uh, I mean, look, don't get me wrong, that third-party set is very impressive. And I think, you know, in terms of the combined mode, woof, you know, like really, really good. But this, as an individual robot, just blows that that third-party shooky out of the water, in my mind. The, the you know, we're now about one. to get email complaints from all five of its fans. So. Right. It's got more than that, believe me. So there are some... What, the other five train bots? Yeah. <laughs> one there is, there yeah. are some people that are really passionate about that third-party set, and I can see why, because it is it, overall, as a set, it's really, really good. The the Shuki is the weakest bit of it by some country mile, and like it's a weird one, because the other five bots are all super solid and quite fun to transform, for the most part. And then you've got Shuki, which is just like a total dog lunch. Honestly, it's like it's <laughs> literally no, it's anti-fun to transform. Like it's it's sweat-inducing, uh, swear-intensifying awfulness to transform, in my opinion. You know, I've only done it the once into train mode, and it was a total, I'm never doing this again. Just bits popping off. You know, you're watching multiple videos to try and see if there's some trick that you've missed somewhere. Uh, you know, so yeah, is is a it's it's an arduous experience. Whereas you're right, Maz. I think the the official masterpiece is just it's like butter. Oh, uh, they 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 had to nail it because it was the first one of the set of an expensive, yeah. long running set. They had to set the standard, and they really nailed it. And it's it's um, compatible with Dianauts. I mean, genius. It's basically one sixty scale for all of your all your photographic needs. And then it comes with this sticker in a separate magazine that you can make it toy accurate, the shield. And that really elevated it for me. That's what I love about looking at my Shuki. It's got those stickers on and it looks fantastic. So much better than the, the plain blue of the, of the shield as stock. They just went to town on it and it really feels like it. What's, what's it like? Uh, how much of it is made of clear plastic? Because obviously it's just a train. Well, a lot. A lot what, of the shell of the train is clear plastic. Yeah, There's paint as well, of course. Does that, but I mean, is that quite nerve wracking when you transform it? Because this isn't a toy that no. appeals great to me, but I love your infusion for it. The only things I've seen of it is a lot of clear plastics. So I was wondering. I can't say that there was, there was a single part of the transformation. I thought, oh God, it's that part again. Not in terms of clear plastic. And I know there have been breakages. I don't get any of that when I transform mine. The only bit that makes me wince is the shoulder flaps that mm. are sides of the trains because you've got to get it in just exactly the right position and then it has enough clearance from the shoulder arches and the the other panels and it's just about getting that absolutely right and then it's just it's super smooth and there's no friction you think oh I've nailed it this time but it is tricky getting it back to that but every time I transform that toy there is a moment of confusion where I'm like wait what do I do next? And it's usually the backpack. <laughs> it's usually yeah, holding yeah. that up the right way with all the joints in it. I love the backpack though. Like I've seen a few people kind of complaining about the They're backpack. Quite complex. No, a lot of parts. A lot of a pieces lot of parts. That sort of accordion into each other. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I don't. Th I think it is complex, but I don't think it's. I mean, it's, it's more complex than a lot of stuff, yeah. certainly. But it's it's not unintuitive. It's no. it's it moves. I managed to do it the first time. I had the instructions. 
but I did a lot of it without just because I was like, oh, this clearly goes there, that kind of flips there, you know, and it it all comes together in a really nice way. I love the formation of the backpack because it's it's fairly it's well, it's very solid the way it clips in first. It of is all. really solid, yeah. But then you've got such movement in it with the wings, so you can have the wings. Yeah. Uh, and this really impressed me actually because you can have the wings up so that they're kind of fanned out really nicely, and that's for mm. the combined mode for the the kind of bits on the chest or whatever. Or you can fan it right down and compact it to like a sort of solid rectangle rectangle backpack. Um, and actually, when you look at the uh, the show model, the cartoon model, and uh, you get your red pen out and draw some lines and all of that, Liam. You uh, uh, you notice that actually the show model has that same backpack, and actually if you compact it down with no wings, that's basically how he looked in the show. It's an incredibly impressive achievement because, like I say, oh man, it's so good. It's not that kind of thing, but it's so hard for people to do trains and yeah. turn them into, especially when it's got to have three modes. Because you look how often Astro Train sacrificed the train. Mm or one of the other modes but then you look here it's got to do a torso and a robot and a train but even just going from a train to a robot is really impressive that it does that so well yeah because it's just a rectangle isn't it it's really yeah. hard to contain that, that well i was going to say exactly that actually was that we've seen evidence of this before where sort of box transformers that just have to turn into like an oblong op- object or whatever it's actually very hard for them to do a lot of yeah. times and have it turn into kind of a dynamic poseable um, you know, well proportioned robot. Still have, it's hard to get character out of a essentially a brick, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Everything you've just mentioned, this toy has posability, yeah. Yeah. dynamism, fun transformation, all great modes. It just has the whole lot. And they just decided to do their very best work on the head sculpt that they've pretty much ever done as well. Just, you know, as a flourish. All Transformers should have eyeliner like this guy does, man. It's just, it's really special, that head sculpt. So they'll be like Gary Newman. Completely agree. Yeah. Completely agree. I absolutely love the uh, the head sculpt. I think yeah. it's it's just really, really quite amazing. Do you think it helps that obviously the designer for this was the person that designed, you know, the original Shuki and the original Trainbots, Raiden? I did not know that, but what a wonderful thing! Yeah, how wonderful that that's the case because the original Shuki is pretty complex for a tiny G one toy. I do just have to say, from the way you phrased that, it took me a moment when you said the person who designed it, and you said Raiden, and in my head I was picturing Raiden from Mortal Kombat was sat there designing a train that turns into a robot. <laughs> what, Christopher because, Lambert? Yeah, this is going, hey, 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 that little laugh yeah, he does yeah, 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 in yeah. the movie. Yes. It's mischievous Raiden. Just, just torturing the guy who made Masterpiece Bumblebee with lightning every now and again. For his sins. Just a decapitation. Yeah. Or whatever he does when he zoomed across the screen. That was a fantastic sound effect. So yeah, it was designed by Kojin Ono. Uh, I must admit, I don't know if that's the exact cor- uh, you know correct pronunciation of the name or not. So if it's not, then do forgive me. But um, but yeah, he legend. designed. Was well, I was going to say not only the original train bots, but basically every G one Transformer, like in nineteen eighty four. Sunstreaker, yeah, fantastic. Sunstreaker, Hound, Mirage, uh, Convoy, just like basically most of the the Diaclone car robots. That's insane because the trains they predate transformers don't they they're diaclone toys from before uh no around the same time as the car robots so they would have been released around the same time yeah yeah but as a diaclone car robots not the before so that's we're still going back like 40 odd years that's that's insane that he's still around and able to knock out not just not just that it's still around that's cool but obviously that you can (laughs) you know modern toy design yeah yeah for sure to that kind of level I, i i love that actually that they brought him back for it because I think that it's just incredible to sort of see 
a lot of I want to say actually some similar hallmarks in the two designs like I know that sounds silly to compare this to the G1 toy considering how simple the G1 toy is compared to this but I I kind of love the idea of him just going back to that initial design that he did of those vintage toys and just being like okay what am I going to do here that pays homage to that but also takes it up by like you know 50 levels or whatever and makes it super accurate and he got the two main things right massive hands and dinot compatibility yeah (laughs) he got those two things absolutely for sure he's he's got ridiculously large hands for a robot of his size that's all them tickets he's got to keep checking and inspecting isn't it (laughs) interestingly maz if you if you didn't know about him doing um uh, old raiden uh, do you know he did reboost and skids as well why am i not surprised actually that i did know Mm. And Starscream. you mentioned it on the pod. Yeah, and MP52 Starscream as well. No, about 52. Well, that's weird, I think, because a lot of people would assume that Starscream had a different designer to Skids and Reboost, but mm. also probably to Shuki as well, because they're very different stylistically, mm. but uh, all from, you know, I mean, I'm sure he's not the only person working on it, of course, no, of course. but, um, you know, all from kind of the same brainchild if you like so um yeah interesting yeah i mean i I was all ready to give it to to crosscut for for that but really thinking about it shuki is a a supreme achievement as as a toy that it can be this fun totally agree and it wins over people who aren't into train bots do you know probably my only nitpick is the panels on the bottom of the feet all right. the, the bit I'm not keen on uh, I, that does grate on me a little bit because I just think ooh, in terms scratch. of yeah, yeah I, I'm just waiting for it you know just for yeah. a little I've seen a little tiny bit of paint rub on that bit kind of already and I'm just waiting for the day that you know I know what it'll be it'll be posing it for a photograph or something and I'll just pick it up and I'll be like oh you know there it is a big scratch or something I'm just kind of waiting for that so that does um does concern me slightly but yeah other than that fantastic yeah can also say Getsuei is tremendous as well, but beating Shuki was just impossible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, indeed. Okay, cool. Well, two for two so far. So what we had, we've had uh, Retro Starscream. We've had uh, Masterpiece Shuki. Uh, so I'm going to bring my first choice in. It's another Masterpiece toy, actually. I'm going to go for MP55 Nightbird Shadow, which neither of you have seen in hand, right? No, but I've seen RC and that was incredible. Yeah. So it's a, it's a repaint, retool, uh, just to kind of get back into that debate about uh, Masterpiece RC. Shared engineering. Yeah, indeed. Uh, it's a repaint, retool Reshell. of Masterpiece RC. Reshell, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I love this thing. Really, really love it. And I think, similar to what you were saying, Maz, about Shuki, this is the most fun or one of the most fun times I've had transforming and photographing a toy this year. Uh, just playing around with it in front of the camera, just posing it up for photographs and stuff. Just absolutely amazing. And I will say I loved RC anyway. For me, RC was like a really, really great release. I know there was tons of, you know, people not convinced from various promotional photography, things like that. But I feel like RC won a lot of people over that actually had it in hand, um, including yourself, Maz, when you saw it. Very much so. Very much so. How jealous was I of Nick for picking one up for what? Yeah. 40 to 60 quid out of Kapow's box of this could be damaged, but maybe it isn't. Oh, and we got yeah. perfect copy for one penny. TFN regret was that because I saw that box and after seeing Nick's, I was like, why didn't I not pick that one up? Because 
when we were in early, I saw it. I was like, oh, that looks good. But then I thought, it could, obviously, it must be broken. It was not. And it looked glorious. It, it actually was, was really good. Yeah. I was impressed. Great fun yeah. to play with. Uh, stunning to look at. Yeah. Really, really stunning. Very characterful toy. Very, like, fun to pose. I mean, amazing fun to pose, actually. And the thing with Nightbird, just going to go with Nightbird instead of Nightbird Shadow. Uh, the thing with Nightbird is that it has all of that, but a really super cool black, gray, uh, bright green and purple color scheme. And it just looks amazing, man, honestly. And yeah, the retooling is such that it incorporates the uh, the kind of, uh, I don't know what you call it, the cowl or whatever from kind of from her head. I don't know what that mm-hmm. bit kind of underneath what you'd call that, but the kind of bit just above the, uh, you know, below the head. Um, it incorporates that in a really great way. I've heard people suggest that that's why the chest on RC is Scott. lower. Um, no, it's, it's what it's called, what? Not a scarf. A scarf, yeah. A snood. A snood. Yeah. The snood, <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Incorporate really the snood. The papoose. Yeah, the papoose. Um, you well, love the why do you say papoose. snood? Isn't it just snood for hood? It's snood. Definitely snood. It was, I thought it was snood. This is like chibi and chibi again. Oh, look. Or let's Mastodon. Talk about, yeah, let's again. talk about John Mastodon at the end. Right? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> All right, you can put your snud on and we'll do it. Um, but anyway, yeah, the snood. Uh, it's uh, No, but it incorporates it beautifully. I had heard suggestion that that's why Arcee's you know, kind of chest and everything was so low. I don't know if that's true or not or whatever. I don't really care because I liked Arcee, but I love this. Um, and I just think it's absolutely gorgeous. The head design is incredible it just looks exactly like the cartoon but like in a good way uh and i think if you're gonna do a character like this that was very loved in that original animation but you know clearly they were gonna always do a transforming toy this is about as good as you're gonna get frankly the thing i love about it is how unique it is because it's a masterpiece that is not trying to be the cartoon it's, it's completely its own thing isn't it yes the Nightbird, because she's from rc whereas in the cartoon obviously she's just a robot doesn't transform or anything like that yeah so it's quite I, fun to see masterpiece do this it's first is it i think this is like the first time isn't it um that's a really good question actually like if there's anything that's sort of similar to this or not I, it does feel unique in many ways like it's it, you know don't get me wrong it sits beautifully in a masterpiece collection i think and actually looks great with various other decepticons you know i mean it looks phenomenal next to stuff like uh loud pedal for one because they have you know, very similar color schemes, actually. Can I just say, it's not the first time because um, Masterpiece Reboost is actually a reshell of Combiner War Silverbolt. <laughs> oh, right. yeah, but we, they're all Combiner War Silverbolt. Except, except for Nightbeat. Uh, Nightbeat? Nightbird. Yeah. No, just had to get him in there somewhere, yeah. didn't we, in this episode, obviously. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the color scheme works well with stuff like Loud Pedal. He's a new uh, Pink Hot Rod. It's the replacement for the Pink Hot Rod joke. Yeah. <laughs> right. Indeed. I want a masterpiece combined with Silverbolt. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll, they'll get the money's worth out of it, wouldn't they? Because yeah. there's plenty of plenty of retooling opportunity. <laughs> Every other Transformer up until 1990 from that. Wow. Yeah. Wait, wait which 1990 are you talking about? Uh, time zones. Yeah, I think it's probably <laughs> somewhere in the Midwest in America. I don't know. The one that's still going. Yeah, yeah indeed. Still happening right now. Uh, but yeah, this thing just looks great. And the head sculpt's amazing. The other thing with it is that it comes with... I mean, I'd have to count them, but like a billion accessories, not literally a billion, mind you, but uh, I'm just looking at it now. Two guns, two different, two different pistols, I had to clarify, two different pistols, 
uh, one of which has um, a little holster that it can go into on her hip, which is super cool. Uh, three blast effects pieces, and not just like the, you know how a lot of kind of mainline toys kind of come with the same blast effect pieces every time, what have you. These these are really nice. I've got to say, I'm not dissing that at all, but these are like, these are like very premium blast effect pieces, you know? They're super cool. She comes with, really mad, but two different sets of swords. So one that looks like a Generations toy and like another which is like a pair of lightsabers, which uh, actually she does kind of have in the cartoon, but it's super cool. A pair of, um, what are they called, size, uh, a pair of shuriken, uh, which actually she can hold really nicely, uh, and an alternate face as well in reference to the, the Legends comic. Uh, which I've got to tell you, I could take or leave. Actually, I'm not like fussed about that, but still, it's a really good package. It's it's from an era where obviously accessories have become a bit OTT in masterpiece, like mm-hmm. a lot of the time, I think. And there are various examples where people just open the box and they're kind of like, ah, I'll look at this once and then probably never again. But all of these accessories are, are great, pretty much in my opinion, and just very very fun. Well, they laid the groundwork for that repaint with Legends, didn't they? When we had yes. the LGRC and then we got the, the Nightbird Shadow in LG as well. Yeah, indeed. And now she's in Rise of the Beasts uh, with the, the toys just been leaked, isn't it? <laughs> it doesn't look too dissimilar to Headsculpt. Yeah, yeah. Just today, I think. I'm just disappointed I didn't get one for like 15 quid from, what was it, Zavi, who were, like, oh, had yeah. them badly, incorrectly priced. Didn't they actually cancel all those sales when they I were think they did. to do like 35 quid or something for Nightbird Shadow? Yeah, 30, 30 something, yeah. I was messaging you, wasn't I, going, Maz, Maz, get this, yeah, get they're it. they're gone. Yeah, but as you say, I think they cancelled them anyway. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a phenomenal release. Honestly, I would recommend it to anybody, really. Just if you want a nice-looking robot toy, it's fun to transform, super poseable. It could do a handstand on one hand. Uh, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. Car mode's great. Love it. The Transformers will return after these messages. Right, well, it's that time for the part of the pod where we look at our sponsors, and we're going to kick off, as ever, with the wonderful tfsource.com for all your Transformers and third-party needs. And uh, we're going to have a look at what they've got in stock, up for pre-order, all of that good stuff right now. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I'm going to give you mine, and I think it's going to be bit of a toss-up actually between the two but i think maz might pick the other one so i'm going to go with the unique toys nero transparent version go with a cup of coffee <laughs> right uh not quite but uh it, it, not cafe nero but if you, <laughs> i don't know if you look at it it looks a bit like ice cream actually oh that's the age of extinction galvatron toy with the, the clear one. legs Look, looks yeah. like, a, like a slush puppy or something it does look like a slush puppy doesn't it very much so yeah oh my god so, have you just seen it, Liam? Oh, is this the one where I was on a train or something? Oh, no, I was on a flight, wasn't I? You posted a picture of it. I did post a picture of it. I just think it looks great. I replied with a picture of uh, the Blue Moon cocktail or whatever it was. You did, yeah, yeah. you did indeed. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. This is amazing. I love this. I love it. I think it's super creative. I love the, perfect, yeah. love the design anyway. I have the original, and it's actually a very fun toy. Uh, like Unique toys are great, transformations, all of that kind of stuff. I mean... It tells you everything you need to know. If you can find a picture of the truck mode, you'll see how little transparent plastic that is truck visible. Mode looks like a fun toy. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. It's really, what really good. Lovely truck mode that is. It's complicated. Don't get me wrong, but again, for third party, surprisingly fun to transform. I would say. 
Uh, it's not without its complications, but it's all right. It's it keeps it on the right side of it. Uh, and I think it's it's clever that you can see virtually no transparent plastic in the alt mode. It kind of flips inside out in a way. And uh, I just think it looks great. It's a super niche idea from the from the film, obviously with the bit where he's kind of being, you know, built or whatever. And uh, I think they've done a great job with it. I would I would love to love to get it, but I don't know if I will or not. But we'll see. I care about nothing above or below the midsection of this toy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know what I like. <laughs> just the slush puppy bit. Thighs. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> That's Liam's hey, gig, hey. it? The thighs. <laughs> Thigh box. Right. What's it? What's in your? Uh, what's caught your fancy then, Liam? Okay. Well, seeing as you asked so kindly there, Sixo, I am going to go with uh, Voyager class. Battle Trap from Rise I, of the Beasts. I kind of had an inkling that you might. I don't know why. Oh, it looks choice. really cool. And it's nice to hear the name Battle Trap again. Super cool. It just looks awesome. It's just, I mean, it's a really cool design. The pickup truck looks really nice. Bernie's. Yeah. Although it looks a lot like Bumblebee in those colours. It's like a version of Bumblebee. Even the heads just kind of gives me that vibe, but it looks cool. It? I want to know what this little thing is in the middle of his chest. It looks like a gun, but I think it's just an engine, isn't it? He just looks mad. And he also has a red windscreen, which I think is great. Yeah, that's cool. It reminds me of two things. One of them was that Humvee uh, transforming Prime we got, and the other one is the um, that Toyota Prime that's almost like a parts former where you uh, attach all the Toyota parts in. Yeah, it's like a model kit almost, isn't it? Yeah, right. This looks great. It just looks like we were a really fun toy to transform and play with. Something totally new. Thank you. Finally, mm. I'm well into it, and it looks very similar to what we've seen in the trailer as well. Actually, doesn't it? Mm. It just looks really unique and interesting. Great choice, mate. Great choice. Maz, what about you? I suspect I know. Go on, guess. It's so obvious. Well, is it going to be the fans' hobby repaint? No. Oh, okay. I thought you no. were... Oh, you no, surprised man. Me. It's, it's the Hawk of Assaulter. Oh, I was going to say, which Dyer clone is it today? Oh, man. But have you seen this thing? I thought you were going to go for fans' hobby, master builder, power commander. You know, the uh, kind of power links... Um, uh, oh, the, Optimus the naval commander replay yeah, 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 is so yeah. pretty, but look at this hawk of assaulter man. Okay, the orbithopter unit, word salad, made up nonsense. But this thing is great. It's like a satellite plane sniper robot floaty guy in great colors. It's very apple seed. Imagine yeah. apple seed. Do you remember the robot from that? I've actually heard other people say that. I don't know the reference myself, but I've heard people reference exactly that. I was going to say, it looks like, um, you know, the satellite sound wave. Right. Yes. Yeah. That is legit badass. It's got the One of the spaceship modes reminds me of, um, is it Space like 1979 or something like that? Do you remember that, that old BBC thing? And it was like that uh, long white spaceship on it. Really like infamous. Isn't it Space 1999? That Maybe that's the one. I think maybe it was made in 1979. Dinky Toys yeah. toy line from, yeah, way back. Yes. My brother's massively into that. Actually, so. oh, really? Yes, I do remember the one you mean. There's a lot yeah. of influence in there, I think. There's almost like Star Trek influence or something. I don't know. It's There's a lot. It's, it's, That's it's very a- Diaclone, to be honest. They they have definitely been referencing older toy lines and sci-fi with their toys recently. I mean, yeah. anyone who's seen the, the bike guy, the Tri-Rambler, will see it. They'll see GoBots in there. They'll see Henshin Cyborg. And the, the drill guy, um, the Tri-Dash, the Tri-Digger, is basically a, a brave Exkaiser toy. So there's mm. loads of old sci-fi and toy influence in what they're doing now. So I wouldn't be surprised. Amazing. This is amazing. Is this one yeah. where you need to own like a powered suit or something? Or is it just... No, it, it can toy? be totally standalone. Yep. 
it, it's very com- compatible with other things because it's probably got a, a bullet core which you can then put in other things like even battle convoy or the new big powered but oh is that what the rocket the, the right the rocket ass is it what's going on there that looks kind of cool the, the rocket ass have you not seen it it's got, <laughs> got like a big massive rocket stuck up his backside there and his back it, it's not quite up his ass but yeah it's, 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 it's very back. high yeah yeah this is gorgeous i just love that that mode where it just looks like vintage sci-fi, something out of Space 2001. Fantastic. All right. Well, let's uh, let's head on over. That was uh, tiersource.com uh, for all your Transformers and third-party needs. Let's head on over to kapowtoys.co.uk and see what they've got up for pre-order and in stock at the moment. What's caught your eyes here, lads? Straight away, what caught my eye was a Legacy Voyager Armada Starscream. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks really good. It looks fantastic. And... When I was in the US, I actually saw one and I had the chance to sort of look at it up close and it just looks amazing. Because I had the, you remember the old deluxe they did in Generations, which I thought was really nice. Mm. But, but this just just looks fantastic. I guess you could actually touch it, couldn't you, if you saw it in the box? I could, yes. Especially right. if it's windowless packaging. And they're, and they're doubtless going to do more Armada stuff, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're in that sort of category now, aren't they? They're going through the Unicron trilogy and Prime and other Generations. I think it's animated on the box art now as well, isn't there? Legacy and stuff. Yeah. It's going to be super weird if they do like any Energon stuff, seeing Maz collect the original toys now right. and talking about yeah. them regularly. And then if they start doing updates of them, it's going to be super weird. So, Very, yeah. yeah. It's going to be because he can't even go back in my day because he'd have just been getting them at the same time as the new ones right. come out. <laughs> Indeed. The only way to collect. I well, can actually enough. compare first impressions like at the moment that it happens. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's going to be very strange. Well, funnily enough, I'm going for a, a legacy dealie as well. Uh, I'm going to do uh, Transmetal 2 Leader Megatron. Uh, because honestly, this thing, when it was first unveiled, I was like, that's super cool that they've done Dragon Megatron. It's, you know, totally worthy of an update. The original toy, I think, is immense. The third party version is just like, you've seen it. It's incredible. <sighs> yeah. You know, really something. This thing, I think, looks great. And to be honest, it was something that I had sort of thought, nah, you know, I, I still won't pick it up. I think it looks amazing, but I'm happy with the original. Do I need this one as well? Maybe not. And then actually I've got a couple of little uh, Generations bits recently, like Rodimus and stuff like that, that have really impressed me to the point where I'm like, yeah, actually, you know, maybe this would be kind of fun. So yeah, I'm digging it. Absolutely digging it. Well, actually, it's funny that you did mention Unicorn Trilogy because... My pick is uh, Fans Hobby Master Builder MB18 Energy Commander. It's a toy I actually have in hand, but having it in hand, I can say how fun this thing is. And actually really true to the feel of Superlink, and I guess Energon, because it is just plug and play. And the truck mode is... You know, that they've they've got a habit of taking the aesthetic of older toy lines and they update them to look really heroic and masterpiece Yeah. Well, they just can't do that with this toy <laughs> because it still looks like dad bod chicken prime in uh, in this small cab mode. It's just so massive around the middle yeah. with just these spindly legs and arms coming out of him. He looks like um, Galvatron as Unicron. You know, that, that image of Galvatron's limbs sticking out of a planet. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's really fun. Uh, it's a great toy to play with. I love that you can scramble the limbs. The base mode, uh, the trailer, it just seamlessly fits into all of my uh, diaclone photography. It's a very, very fun toy. Can do the run. Looks great combined. Very, very solid. Massive recommend again from me. I really, really like it. And if I didn't have it, I'd buy it again. 
Yeah. Uh, can confirm. Totally agree with all of that. Uh, honestly, I really enjoyed it as well. I need to take some pictures of the thing, honestly. like I, uh, Photographs not... great with Superlink toys, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, I've seen your pictures, mate. They're fantastic. You know, so, uh, but yeah, I just haven't had the time. Just been too busy, but I am absolutely loving it. So can totally back up what you're saying. So, well, that's going to do it for our sponsor segment. So thank you very much to kapowtoys.co.uk and tiersource.com. So check them out. And thanks again for sponsoring the pod. We now return to the Transformers. Right, well, we're into the second half of our look back at the best of 2023. So we've already picked three toys. <laughs> the best so of far. next year? Oh, 2022. Wow. I'm wishing my life away, man. What yeah. can I say? How long have we been recording? <laughs> yeah, right. My Just choice is to... Masterpiece, all the other train bots. Okay, yeah, you've got Raiden already. There you go. Yeah. Different time zones. It's the time yeah, zones robot again. Base. God, it's going to so... be a good year next year. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Tarn. Tarn. I'm going to be getting Tarn. Tarn does look really good. Yeah, indeed. I might have to pick up a Tarn. Uh, but no, 2022 is what I meant to say and should have said. And we're going to talk about the final three toys now. Top six, baby. So, uh, Liam, you kicked us off last no, time. No, no, you go first this time. Reverse the order. Reverse the ah. order. Let him have yeah. the last. He'll, he'll have the last flourish. Have I not spoken enough already? Liam, you go next. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, on that bombshell, I'm going to go with Legacy G2 G-Hexus. Ooh. Because it's, uh, again, it's another Transformer that there's hardly anything else like it. Because even though it's a Generations toy, it looks so different to anything else. And everything they've done with the transformation is weird and interesting and unlike any other jet you've ever transformed. And it just looks so unique. And it's really fun to pose and play with. It does look really cool. It absolutely nails the comic as well. That sort of, you know, the Marvel Comics look. Mm -hmm. And they've obviously put so much thought into it, but it's even got little things like little secret features, like his uh, shoulder array, it, like the front pops off and it can go on the back of the gun. And it's to give the head more clearance in jet mode if you want it flush for some reason. It doesn't have to come off, but it's just a it's little secrets like that. I love that you still get that with toys sometimes. Looking at some of the recent Hasbro releases, the way they yellowed, this one was a real worry because of how white it was, but there's yeah. no evidence of anyone's yellowing so far, is there? Uh, I hope not, because I picked it up and I looked at it and went, oh my God, I forgot about how... That you know what that plastic is like, mm. but no, it looks absolutely fine so far. But uh, it's his little wing booties. Look at that little, little ankles, little wing. Oh, like that's so cool. Like, like his Namor, Prince Namor. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> a bit of Namor about him. But that head is so comic accurate, and it's just is amazing to pose. Everything about him is just really fun. An excellent toy. Ultra Yanaga, that head, isn't yeah. it? It's like they've just ripped it right off the the comic. Uh, page and made it real it it was interesting actually because i had there was a discussion the other day that i was involved with about um you know because i think there's a rumor that they're going to do some animated toys in legacy yeah. and uh you know people like well what's that going to look like you know are they just going to do the animated style or will it be based after the kind of design cues but look more like a quote unquote normal transformer and actually it really put me in mind of this release because if anything that face sculpt is as I say, it's very Derek Yanniger. It looks like it belongs on the page of a Generation 2 comic. It doesn't look like the face sculpt of another Generations toy, for example. Yet it works in 3D form. So I think if they can do that, maybe they can make sense of animated as well. I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely more hope for it than I think people would have thought at the start of the year before this toy came out. But the more we're seeing with a different style, they're approaching different releases. It almost feels like they're moving in that direction again, where it's sort of moved away from being slavishly accurate as such to because we've seen deleted photos of skyquake haven't we which right. seems to you know 
not to jump the gun on that one, but it seems to merge multiple elements together, design influences and stuff. Yeah. So it's quite fun. But this is so Marvel. But one of the reasons I chose it is that it's great and unique, but it I don't think it quite got the time in the sun that it deserved. Not because it would turn yellow, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's a poor choice yeah. of words. Yeah, but like... You don't really see people talk about it much on social media or anything anymore. It's, it's almost like we get so much stuff now. Something this that would have felt special like a year mm. or two ago. That would have felt like a real like center point of the year that everyone would be talking about. It was almost like there's so much other stuff that it's almost just been washed over and forgotten about. But it, it's bizarre. So if I told you that, furthermore to what I just said about you know having picked up a couple of generations bits, if I told you that I had this toy on the way. Would that be good news then? Yeah, excellent. I'm surprised you don't have it already because of yeah, your I considered Marvel, it. Marvel affection. I've thought, I would have thought this would have been right up your street. Oh, mate, I've looked at it so many times. I'm not going to lie. I've I've umdenard over it, really considered it, you know, kind of, uh, and trying to be kind of a little bit conservative with kind of collecting parameters <laughs> and stuff as well. And then at some point in, in the last, literally within the last week, I just went, Sod it. Do you know what I mean? It just looks. You're a generations guy now, aren't you? Sandstorm, Victory Saber, the entire Henke line. You're definitely (laughs) like a generations guy now, too. I don't know about that. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, you're in the club, man. The odd bit, the odd thing is fun to see for sure. We've approved your membership request, so you're in. I will say, I think they're killing it with Legacy. Generally, like they're doing some really, uh, you know, I'm not like, not everything is for me. But I, I like the direction that it's going in, and I think it's really good fun what they're doing. I think it's nice that they're paying homage to so many different eras of Transformers. Um, in a way, my only thought about it is where they can go after this. You know, what do they do next? Because it's kind of like you're, uh, unless you keep this, the, you know, the boulder rolling down this hill mm-hmm. for the next couple of years or more it's going to be hard to kind of put it back to like one normal line, if that makes sense. They'll almost have to do something completely new, I think, um, and, and kind of reinvigorate it again. I, I don't know, but uh, it's it's interesting. Well, it feels more like most stuff like this, that it's moving back to almost the original intention of celebrating multiple lines, isn't it? Mm. So you can have lots of different influences. So, and it's a good way for them to keep it going because it means they can just keep, as they've always done anyway, bring characters back, but rather than just making them slightly more accurate or, you know, following one design aesthetic here they can just bring in different iterations of them or fuse designs together so i'm quite excited but i think this is a great sort of door opener on that front because it takes us into comics but not uh, not so much like characters based off the comics if you know what i mean like mm. almost exact representations of them so you know you could get a zaron in there we've already seen zaron in art in the background not a mm-hmm. toy of him but he's fe- he featured on the was it the golden disc or something uh, the, like that or the records it was the records box set yeah. wasn't it yeah so there's, I think you might see a lot more characters like that. We had Impact uh, as well, didn't we, and stuff? Yeah, yeah. If they did a Zarin, that is a must-buy for me. Like, I'm not even not even going to joke about it. <laughs> that's, yeah. getting, that's getting picked up, fair because, to say. We've had a... Oh, what's this name? Straxus and stuff like that in the past, but they're always, yeah. mm-hmm. always based on other moulds. Yeah. But this just feels... It's so unique. It's so much love, but it shows you what they can do and what they're willing to do. Yeah, because this is a unique mould, right? This is not a yeah. retool. And it's not been done as anything else either. It's not been repainted afterwards. It's not been repainted afterwards. It's its own mold. And it's so unique because of the way it transforms. And you know, like most jet formers, they're quite similar. Like he's got rocket boosters inside the back of his legs. And like that sounds like a small thing, but most of them it would be a panel on the back that would open so the foot could go in or it goes over the leg. But here it doesn't transform like that. It's something really different. And once you get it transformed, you'll understand what I mean. It's like every nothing goes where you think it would go. It's mm. quite interesting because 
we've had so many jets over the years and you just get used to a very similar pattern with different flourishes here and there. But this, it just felt so different. Like I had no idea how it could fold up into that strange jet that it does. Can mm. I ask something about the name? Now, you pronounced it G-Haxus. Yeah. I always thought, uh, I had been told that the yes. name of that character was G-Axis because it was kind of like a play on the word G-Ax-Us, which is, is Furman yeah, yeah. making a joke about the comic getting cancelled when he was writing yeah. it. That is exactly what it is, yeah. Okay. It is. I'm just chucking in a H because I can. <laughs> okay. Because right. I want to. You picked up a lot of H's in New York, did you? <laughs> yeah. I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very good. Oh, yeah, fantastic choice. I-, I can't wait to get yeah. this thing in hand. I'm really buzzed about it now. Uh, the only thing is the white plastic like i say it's yeah. that it doesn't feel bad but it looks different and you know what i mean it's, it's just something slightly i don't know i wish they everything else is so good you just feel like oh it just needed that extra bit there i will say that's the only thing for me with some of the modern mainline toys is that um i, I just wish they had that slight bit of extra paint you know just that little extra 1p or 2p in the yeah. jar on each toy which I, I get why they don't. You know, I understand it's budgetary, particularly right now. You know, with everything that's going on. But he does though. He has a lot of paint. It is yeah, just that plastic it. color. It's just I wish they'd use a different plastic. Or, right. It's a lot like a eight face and the Top Gun jet, which I think is an amazing toy, very underrated mold. It's like if they'd just used a different kind of plastic. I think that's the only thing here. But this one's not so bad as that. So cool. That's good to know. Yeah. It's a great toy. Okay, Mass. What about you? Right. Uh, this was a harder choice, but ultimately, once I made the choice, I realized it was the right one for me. And that is uh, fans hobby Meg Tyranno for many reasons. It had been a while since I had had a third party toy to photograph and even more so had a third party toy that I then decided I was actually going to keep after photographing. And I was absolutely blown away by the photos of Meg Tyranno when I first saw the design. And it all came from your photos of the Japanese Micron Legend Megatron. Mm. Amazing head sculpt, amazing looking toy. It just really took me. I just thought, wow, that's that's really impressive looking. And this came along. In hand is phenomenal. It's like the perfection of third party now. They're completely solid, great fun to transform, super packed with play value in that tank mode. Goes with other things I own and it, it's mega poseable really really imposing like i take it to work and i had it on my desk for ages and people just had to stop and look both in robot mode and in the tech tank mode and it was basically my drug into unicron trilogy mm. it's kind of along with that energon episode 29 having this in hand just so it opened the door to this entire aesthetic and that is the perfect way to to get people interested in other lines it's like appeal to them in a way that they collect, so really posable, really heroic, masterpiece basically, yeah. high play value, but then presented in the perfection of the aesthetic, like bang on to the screen model or just amazing proportions with no compromise whatsoever. And it's also like supremely fun and easy to transform. The working treads on that toy are an endless joy. Even Diaclone don't have that. Like three to $400 Diaclone toys do not have working rubber treads. This does. Yeah. Loads of opening panels. Comes with a superb little Leader One Minicon as well. Minicon ports that are compatible with actual official Minicons from down the years. This is a keeper. It's a supreme toy. Really, really opened the door for me to go down 
this Unicorn Trilogy route and I wanted actual UT toys to pose with it and I'm still looking to to get into Armada because of that toy. Yeah, that, that really says something. So, And I, I think what's also good is that you'll still find something to enjoy about the original as well because it's not... Which it's I'm not still like, very much looking for, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, that's the thing. It's not like this update is so slavish that like you, you know you would go back to the original and be like oh well i've seen this you know but kind of more poseable it's got knees you know uh but uh, you know it's actually quite different in a couple of areas like you know when you look at the gimmicks and what they do it's not it's it's inspired by but it's not the same as and i think that's really really good and i like that fans hobby do that with their designs that they bring mm. they they look at what the original does and they think okay how do we kind of reinterpret this in a really ultra fun but high end way, and it and it works. They they get it right. Uh, you know, I think stuff like the little um, kind of gun turret that's on the the front left of the tank, for example, oh, with its fold out clear monitor parts. Yeah, yeah, really, it's, really it's fantastic. It's a really nice, neat bit of design that it has a, a tremendous amount of play value for a third party toy. Yeah, which you it's know, a play set. Of, yeah, exactly. And and people are so down on third party like uniformly and i just think that actually a lot of those critiques i find that fans hobby really kind of buck that trend actually mm. and, and this is a great example of how yeah I, I absolutely love the fact that the back of the tank opens up to be oh, yeah. like a, a massive bay with uh, with enough tampos on it that you could take some really nice photographs of stuff rolling out of there micromasters yeah. minicons i got more minicons for this toy and for naval commander because they are absolutely killing it with um with hitting the right notes yeah. i love this toy it's so pretty and the, even the packaging is retro yeah and it looks amazing in its packaging so good what a beautiful toy design anyway i love that they incorporate that little storage bay because it it's very reminiscent of a uh, tidal wave isn't it i sort of feel like that's where that sort of idea comes from on sort of armada themed toys yeah it's like they saw that and went people love that so yeah definitely that toy line more than others seems to have a lot of that like the little nooks and crannies for absolutely it does it, it, it's filled with them and and again it's to their credit because you imagine that i don't want to we're going to get onto the fans hobby lobby thing here again aren't we but yeah. you're <laughs> yeah. back yeah, yeah indeed this is like the eighth time maz has mentioned them this episode but right. uh but you know you think of like another third party doing this design and they possibly could have approached it I'm not you know, specifying one over the other or anything, but they possibly could have approached it with a very kind of one-track view in mind of like, make it posable, make it, you know, die-cast and all of that. And accurate. And, and accurate to something and, and just leave everything else out. You know, just kind of remove the fun element of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't need firing missiles. You don't need spring-loaded gimmicks. You don't need secret compartments and stuff like that. And I feel like that's how a lot of third-party toys somehow operate you know that it's sort of all of that stuff is for kids you know we'll, backwards we'll compatibility ask. too yeah yeah exactly and and you know the, the normal third party kind of thing is to make their their toys for adults you know for men and uh actually i think what fans hobby do is that they're i'm not saying you should give them to kids because ultimately they're not safety tested in the same way but they have that play factor to them and i think it's great yep and it's got an, an incredible head sculpt as well which is really really pretty mm. It took me a minute actually to get on board with the face sculpt. I got to tell you, I can see why, based on what the original toy looked like. Yeah, because it doesn't like it. really look like that, but no. it is very, very handsome. 
I think so that, was, photogenic. that was all it was, is that I love the original face sculpt so much that this is this was a hard kind of, ooh, you know, it's, it's different. But uh, I do like it in its own right. I like that you get two sets of ears. Yes. And you get both colors of the face as well, don't you? You get mm. the purple and the silver. I can't wait for the repaint of this. I, I don't care if it's just the exact same thing, 100% in different colors. I'll take it because it's so fun. Is it the Galvatron repaint? Yeah, it is. And it looks amazing. It looks so, so lovely. Uh, yes, it's, and it's also made me want the vintage toy, something chronic as well. Get on it, man. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, I may as well give you my choice then, because uh, I've not spoken enough. And uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're both laughing, uh, but it is uh, dun, 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 it's a bit of a late edition, actually. And uh, I really had to question whether I was going to go with this one or not. because of, Pink Hot Rod, isn't he going to say Pink Hot Rod? Gonna say <laughs> it's Pink Hot Rod. Pink hot I don't rod. care. Flout the rules. Sod your pink hot rod. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's not. But I did have to think about whether I was actually going to say this one or not because it is a very late arrival and it's kind of a big deal as well. And I didn't want to kind of be influenced by all of that hype and everything and then just plop it in here. But actually, I think this one lives up to it and it's worth it. Liam has it as well. It's Haslab Victory Saber. And it's just phenomenal, man. I, I can't say enough nice things about it. I think it was always going to have to be on here as one of the choices, wasn't it? Yeah. Because it's, it's special. Like, it I'm, really is. I've not really handled it much because it's, you know, it feels like a lot of work to open and take out because there's so many parts. I'm still quite tired from flying back and all that. But the bits <laughs> I've taken out and played with, just briefly, it's it, immense. You, you need a minute to kind of go yeah. through it. That's the thing. I mean, it arrives in its, you know, respective robot modes and the instructions are a, a, a moment as well because you oh man it's unbelievable <laughs> it's, you unfold these instructions and you go oh my god that's so many pictures yeah. and then you realize it's double-sided and you're like oh but it's <laughs> it's great i think the the things that work about it are that it pays super close homage to the original toy and the cartoon design in many ways and it's not super slavish, but it does all all the right things. You know, it takes all the right inspiration from those and kind of makes it work. And it is a generations toy, a big one, and it is it has that style about it. But actually, it just works as a standalone thing as well. If that's what you really want, and I've seen tons of people like, oh well, but I don't collect generations. It doesn't matter. I think it's just a great set, honestly. And uh, I keep looking at it. I'm just, I'm honestly, it's one of the several toys, along with Pink Hot Rod this year as well, that I find I'm just constantly looking at, like, wow, that is really capturing my attention. Uh, Everything from the chrome, the white, the yellow, the red is just gorgeous. The sculpting is beautiful. It captures the heroic proportions amazingly well. Uh, Super posable. Uh, Can actually, you know, hold the sword in really interesting ways. Uh, It's really nicely built. I've, again... Worth mentioning that yes, there have been some QC grumbles. I've you know we know someone that um, has had some paint chips on theirs, which looked pretty unfortunate. I've seen various people lamenting the fact that the chrome is coming on the chest with little imperfections in it due to the plastic ties of the packaging, which is a major oversight. But you know what, I've, I don't really have any of that, and I'm super happy with my copy. And I just think it's incredible design. Yeah, like I checked mine quickly. There are a couple of marks on one bit of Star Saber's gold chrome, but mm. I absolutely do not care because I've got worse on other toys. So it's fine. It just I think the aesthetic on it is just so cool. Like I love the masterpiece. Mm. I thought that was good, but it became one of those masterpieces that just went on shelf. And 
you know, it was good for a bit. And yeah. I could appreciate it, but this, the aesthetic is more on my street. It There's more detail on it. There's more stuff. It feels more like a toy, you know, to pick up and really play with, which the masterpiece was like that. It's what the most toy-like masterpiece for a long time where you could pick up and muck about with it. In, in this a way, just feels yeah. so different. Yeah. Uh, the thing with the masterpiece for me is I think f- looks-wise, it's phenomenal. Like, it's, it's really good. And it's great to handle too, but the joints never quite felt solid enough for me. Like, there was always yeah. a bit too much give in the arms. The elbow might always yeah. flop in. I it, exactly. I think right out of the box, mine had a little bit of a flop to it. Um, can't hold its sword very very well, which for the greatest swordsman in the universe is kind of a major oversight. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, just had a, a few little kind of quibbles about it. And and my copy is definitely yellowed ever so slightly. It's like, it's, it? it's yeah, it's, it's a slight kind of off-white now, if anything. Fairly uniform, but still is there. Whereas this thing, honestly, is just super impressive out of the box. And dare I say, I think that does things well that the masterpiece doesn't. So, which is, you know, not a comparison I make likely, lightly, uh, but uh, it's it's really, really good. Just stuff like, um, uh, Maz, have you seen the the little uh, sword um, uh, things in his hands for, for holding the handle? Have you seen this mechanism? No, out of absolute spite and jealousy, I've avoided all photos of this toy. <laughs> Fair enough. This is the second time they've used that because it was on. It's on uh, the Commander Clash Jetfire as well. Ah, uh, yes, it That's, was, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. I did see that. It's super cool. So basically, when you when you open the fist, uh, you just get like a like you know normal articulated fingers. But as you close it, there's a little port that pops out as you close the fingers like that into the palm of his hand, and that's what the sword slots into. What? Um, yeah, it's yeah, like a cool. five millimeter peg hole, just yeah. sort of comes out of the palm. It's oh, that's really clever. Super clever. Super clever because he can hold his weapons with no fear of it falling out. Like you know, on a lot of masterpiece toys, you're like, Ooh, you know, it's pegged in, but none of that here. So. But- Abiding memory of Masterpiece Star Saber and his sword is that every time I would look at it, the sword was like going at an angle because oh, it just moved, you know, tilted in his hand because he can't hold it. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. It's, it's bizarre, but this is just a world away from that. I will say I do wish the sword was a bit longer on this. I agree with that. I was very impressed though to see the handle, the way it slides up into the jet nose partially. Yes. And then when you put the blade in, pops it down. Yeah. Which I thought was quite clever. Yeah, I think it's very clever. The blade on mine is slightly bent, which is annoying. It was really difficult to get out of the package. It was already bent. It was the way it was put in. Yeah. And so I had to like slice the plastic slightly just to get it out. Mm. And now it's, it looks a bit like a boomerang. But <laughs> Star boomerang. Star, star boomerang, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you know what? Victory Leo is, yes, very small. I've heard plenty of complaints about Victory Leo being undersized or whatever. I don't think it matters, actually, to be honest. I think he's... He's got a little bit of accessory syndrome about him, you know, kind of being the kind of god bomber to to Star Saber's Jinrai. There's a little bit of that that he, you know, ultimately he's there to turn into a pair of boots. But <laughs> but he's he's good in his own right as well, I think. I mean, he's not as um it's not as equal a pairing as the original toys, the vintage toys, you know, from G1 Victory Leo and G1 Star Saber. That was a true double act. Whereas this is very much like he's the the backup singer. Yeah. But it still works, and I, I think it's still really good overall. And as a set, as one complete set, phenomenal. I don't think it could have worked in that context with these toys, though, because for what it has to do yes. to look like what it needs to, to have a giant Victory Leo on the back, would it? it I don't think it would have worked the same as it, as it does with the vintage toys. Yeah, I agree. have an enormous pair of platform boots. 
<laughs> yeah, and yeah. you know the proportions in the combined mode are probably better than the G1 toy yeah. in a in a way. That's a bit you know sacrilegious for me to say that because I, I mean I'm looking at it now the G1 toy is one of my favorite things that I own, but um, the, the proportions probably are a bit better for this. I think it was a it was a right it was the right trade off for this yeah. toy. They definitely hit the sweet spot because one of the problems I always have with uh, God Bombers on Gym Rise is always the same. It's like I like the idea, but the bits just look a little bit too large in places. Like. Mm. They don't quite feel like... I know they were designed to go on the toy, but they don't feel as neat as these do. These mm. look like they belong on him, and I really like that. Easy yeah. to combine as, as a toy? Super easy. Super easy. Literally just pop a pair of boots on. There's a little latch that goes just kind of over... You fold his feet under first, Star Savers, and there's a little latch that goes over to kind of clip them on. Uh, the backpack just plugs in at the back, and then there's two little uh, latches on the top to kind of hold it in place super sturdy honestly i was well impressed i mean i would say it's more sturdy than uh you know like if you get the masterpiece with the the third party uh victory leo and all of that it's way more stable than that and uh, yeah just a really solid effort honestly it makes me very 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 excited for death zorus seeing that and seeing that it's going to be the same size as this in the combined form i think it's going to be a great setup like just pulling it apart today and turning a saber into a little jet it was so much fun because yeah. it still feels like a generations toy. It doesn't like I really like the, like the masterpiece version, but this just felt like more like a toy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. really, just want to mess with it and play with it and pose it. And again, it just feels like it has all the bells and whistles of a masterpiece at the same time. Like a lot of those things. Yeah. Like a lot. All the gaps are hidden. It's there's nothing like that. It's nothing that feels cheap as it shouldn't from a Haslab. But it's, it just feels like the perfect realization of a generations toy. Yeah. Even if it took Haslab to get there, I, it's, I it's agree. just great to see. There's a good route for it. I mean, for me, you know, there's a, there's a there's a couple of little things. There's a couple too many like visible screws in the top of the jet form for me. You know, uh, it's a nitpick. They got to go somewhere. It would have been nice if there were screw hole covers or something, given it's a Haslab, but there isn't. Yeah. So hey ho, do not. I'm not going to yeah. lose sleep over it. And uh, yeah, I I think Haslab was a good route for this overall, and uh, it really kind of gives me a lot of you know hope for what they might do moving forward. I'm dead excited to see what's next after Desaurus. Which I recently backed. Yeah, well done, finally man. got in there right at the end. Finally, I'm the one who got us that throne. That's what I'm saying. You, you were the seventeen thousandth. Yeah, pretty yeah. sure it was Kit. <laughs> Has he even sure backed it, it? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. It's, He's it's, probably waiting. So it's sixteen thousand nine hundred ninety-nine or whatever. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming up to the end of it now. Actually, I mean, how long have we got left? It was eighteen hours when I checked around lunchtime. So yeah, it's, it's tomorrow, very, isn't it? Very yeah, likely that tomorrow's the five last hours day. now. Five hours left. You're not doing it, Maz. Definitely can't. Just twenty, nearly twenty four thousand backers. Yeah, it's had a well, large, Yeah, yeah, it's jumped I mean, majorly. People getting victory saber in hand would have added a yeah. major boost. Like, yes, if this is what Haslab Generations feels like, I'm in For on sure. that. There was always going to be the the way the timing worked. I think they saw my tweet saying I'd backed it personally. <laughs> okay. No, right. Yeah. <laughs> and you get those weird people that don't back the thing until it's been funded. Which yeah. I always think, why do people do that? Like, you've, there's nothing to lose here. Like, if it doesn't yeah. get backed, you don't pay, you know. So, but if you don't pledge, then it's not going to get backed potentially. So, like, if everybody did that, imagine like eighteen thousand people just hanging back and being like, let's see if this gets backed or not. It's yeah, I imagine if elections worked that way, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a Gosh. sad indictment, isn't it? So, yeah. but yeah. 
you think they've added in then like international customers from regions that have had reports? Because they did that with Unicron, yeah. didn't they? Where it kept jumping up right near the end. They started yeah. adding in. It's what so, they do. They've got all their third. In this case as well, they've got a lot more third party vendors as well. Pre orders like, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Tier sources stocking it, things like that. So yeah, there's a lot to add in. Uh, but it's really jumped, yeah. Just, it just, just shy so, of twenty four thousand. So good. I'm so bummed I can't have it. More than Victory Saber, but it's just, uh, yeah. You know, you can't have everything, but those that can have that will will be satisfied. And I mean, Victory Saber looks fantastic, really lovely. Just hearing you talk about that, and then talk about the G one toy as well. I got like such heavy pangs of of jealousy and, and envy because I just look at the G ones drifting out of price range and yeah. i always really love the idea of victory leo it's a toy i always really wanted to have i saw one in hand at orbital comics when james got one in for jason i think and it was so pretty so good looking i just never made the time to get it and i just think that's over the hill now so and, and so and this is well gone too now I mean, you're looking at 300 pounds on ebay already for victory sabers like is it there's never going to be another one like i really don't think they're ever going to do another victory saber well, what i thought was interesting was that i saw a few stores actually had stock uh when it started dropping oh really at not at like a extortionate uh markup either so i wonder if they ordered them extras or quite it possibly felt, yeah. it felt like it was more available than unicron which oh yeah really that's like. a whole different story like but yeah it's it is a gorgeous looking set i'm so glad i backed it also the haslab generations it is compromise free, isn't it? Basically, essentially, that's what you're paying for. You're paying for essentially a compromise free yeah. version of fun Transformers toys. You are, but it's also the aesthetic, isn't it? If you if it's not something you're into straight away, this is very much the generation's aesthetic. So, I, I mean, quite... I, I mean, Six O was showing me the the masterpiece. Well, actually, he showed me uh, Vic Saber immediately, and I thought, is that the MP? I think mm. it looks bang on, like to the MP. Really? They, I don't see them that differently. I think it looks. Yeah. Not ungenerations y but it's it could easily be the definitive Vic Saber in anyone's collection. No, it's, I agree it's with more, that. More detailed, yeah, definitely yeah. than the MP. But I think the the MP feels more uh, sort of taller, sort of more uh, lankier mm. in height. Yes, and this this feels more like a boxy generations toy. Gotcha. I, yeah. I prefer the proportions on this though. Actually, yeah. Um, I think it's it's slightly more beefed. Less out. cartoony as well. I think yeah, that's what draws me to it. Yeah. Mm. It, it, yeah phenomenal it's actually yeah. it's got that kind of really nice vibe of like if you're familiar with uh the masterpiece th- there's something pleasingly slightly smaller about this i don't know it's yeah. just that slightly more compact thing that makes it a bit more you, you kind of realize that actually maybe the masterpiece was too large in a way like mm-hmm. it, this is a bit more manageable in hand um and and i do sometimes find that with like really large toys it's like they're just a bit ungainly or can be, whereas this is just good. But it, it, it had to be on the list. What can yeah. I say? And what a top six then. So uh, let's think we've got, yeah, so Victory Saber. Uh, we've got, uh, well, Nightbird was my other one. Uh, what else did we have? We had... Jaxus. Jaxus, thank you. I'm trying to remember all the choices now. Shuki, Retro Starscream, and Meg Tyranno. Is wildly out of place with all the others selected, to be honest. Did, did Maz ask you if you finished your Meg Tyranno video yet? Oh, yeah, have you? <laughs> Yeah, it's only I've seen videos it. now. It's just me. I watch it once every night. Not really, but yeah. So that's been it. It's been uh, been great fun. Thanks very much for your choices, lads. 
Right, well, that's going to about do it for our discussion on the best toys of 2022. I've really enjoyed it, and uh, it's been great to look back and hear what your choices are as well, chaps. Uh, Hopefully, everyone out there has enjoyed it as well. We'd love to hear some of your favourites. But in the meantime, do check out, if you want to buy more toys, do check out our sponsors. You can find them at tfsource.com for all your Transformers and third-party needs and kapowtoys.co.uk. Uh, for the UK market and some of Europe as well. And uh, yeah, plenty more going on there. And I can't wait to be here in another 12 months time and uh, be talking about the best toys of 2023 as well. And if you want to hear more from us, if you enjoy these episodes and you'd like more content, then back us on Patreon. Why would you do that? But what do you get for your money on Patreon? Everything from much earlier access to episodes a week earlier to being able to decide what we cover voting in episode polls, or actually commissioning a mini-sode where we will do a topic that's anything between 20 minutes and one hour. Listening to all the other mini-sodes, we've already got over 35 mini-sodes. And can you consider that most of them are over half an hour? That is loads of content that's just waiting for you there to be heard. Mini-series where we actually take a subject and do repeated chapters on them, whether it's Unicron Trilogy or IDW. Access to a Discord server where we hang out all the time basically and as do loads of other super cool fans great topics if you want to talk about bluey because you've got kids that's the (laughs) place to go and uh or just to say thank you and uh get a shout out which we will later plus ask a question on the pod if you're in a beast level or higher and speaking of questions we've got one here from billy gator who asks what's your favorite common transformation element Things like revealing the head, rotating the waist, extending the limbs out, etc. What's your favourite transformation element? Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a good leg click. <laughs> you know, you know when you extend your legs and it clicks into place. There's something really satisfying about that. Yeah, I must admit I was really pleased when those started to work their way back into modern Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I always think of like old G1 Hot Rod's got a good leg click, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think for me, it's a head reveal. When you, when you get a really, I can't think of a good example right now, but you know when you kind of, you know, fold the head out on certain toys or flip it up or whatever, and just suddenly you get the head. And that's why I always like going from vehicle mode to robot mode the most. Like when you get the, the toys packaged in vehicle mode, and you have to reveal the robot for the first time. There's just something super satisfying about first seeing that head. Uh, you know, you think of something like uh, G1 Hotspot, and like when the head pops up, or even better, actually, on the same toy, when you get it into combined mode and you flip up the defense hall head. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a great moment to just be like, whoa, here he is, you know? And uh, love that. Absolutely love that. You recently got Universe uh, Henke Sideswipe, didn't you? I did. I did indeed. So, yeah, that's got a great head reveal. Yeah, wow, yeah. That, yes, one of the, the best speaker, ever. Yeah. yeah, when you twist that the rotation. backpack. Love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, that's a great step. And actually, it's funny because I, I nearly said backpack twist a la Hot Rod, hmm. which I think might be my all-time favorite transformation step. <laughs> waist swivel for me. It's the rotating waist. Absolutely. Always loved the Datsuns and everything since then that has had a rotating legs transformation just... Uh, I don't know, it's just a step that I feel adds such flair to a transformation of a toy. And I love it when that's part of it. So when Titans Return started doing double twists, like one for the torso, one for the legs, it was just super impressive. So it's absolutely the, the, the waist twist for me. Do you like how Optimus Primal does it in the cartoon? 
Yeah, just while he's walking himself around. Yeah, yeah good, dunk, good dunk, good yeah. dunk. Like a good swivel. Yes. As promised, uh, we also have our shout-outs for our Sixos Butlers and our Gold Box Classics. So, without any further hesitation, a massive thank you to Nick, Danny Roberts, Andy Preston, Chris Spiderfather, Adam Shoemaker, Matt, Stephen Perkins, Bad Saturday, Justin Massaro, Dave Dalrymple, Geo Kaiser, Yusuf, John Pearl, Choice, Anthony Carls, Alec Mir, Captain R.A., Phil G., Jacques Pelletier, Rotostorm, Stuart Webb, Amar, Laserbeak, Puma the Hunter, Vegemite Mike, Peter Hammerson, Shenry, Chris Norris, Jesse Moreno, Jackson Arwood, Nexus, Jim Owen, Aaron Swoboda, Billy Gator, Andy Gold, Cold Squall, Simon Elvin, Joshuals, Misha Kidd, Michael Cagle, Cracktastic Plastic, Damastator, Jeffrey Freak, Nice Sideburns, Andy, Inbound Lee, John Wood, Kyla Wilmoth, Tim Banerjee, Cam Ben Lewis, Shinsei, Lucas Henkel, Mollus Koenig, Malcolm Cobbs, CNC Rick56, Will Bates, Mythic Gears, Zach Lawson, Jason Murray, David Shepard, Esteem, Dugatron, Big Doug, Quick Mix, Josh Bell, Ashpolt, Zindios, Christian Hyatt, Mark Alley, Andrew Bentley, Graham Moffat, Connor C, Burke Perotta, Unchrasmatic Boy, Eric Hoyt, Bobby P, Mike Locono, Niar Bat, Tyler Husky, Chris Rodwell, Alicia aka Alicia John, Steve Redman, Fart Warp, Shawnee Sean, Jim Kinsey, Shanty Siegel, James Pasco, Ghost Prime, Four Big Balls, Yickle, MK Tronic, Hodert Walter, Charlie Chappelle, DD, Maddie Clark, Jonathan False Logic Howard, Alexis Taylor, Windows 6K, and new additions, Teku James and Tyler Dickinson, plus the Mapes Brothers, who you might recognize. What a list. That is a tremendous list of wonderful people. I was actually out with Joshuals, who's one of our patrons at the weekend, got me a lovely little bottle of rum, and was also the final tipping point for getting me to back uh, Devsaurus. So, love Josh. Did he, our patrons. did he buy that shout out then basically is what you're saying <laughs> I, I can be bought with rum very easily <laughs> so can Deathsaurus apparently yeah. <laughs> right indeed look this is where we find out the truth isn't it he had a whole bottle of rum and then backed it so was <laughs> yeah. it it was drunk Liam wasn't it Mm. It, it was actually drunk Liam because it was after the football wasn't it the World Cup <laughs> we want that guy we want that guy yeah it was definitely him and on that note, uh, as well, if you enjoy everything we do and you like the artwork, Six O's wonderful artwork, you can get that on all sorts of coasters and stuff, all sorts of gifts, start the new year in style with a fancy apron or t-shirt or shower curtain, any of that fun stuff. You can find it all at rebel.com forward slash people forward slash triple takeover forward slash explore. 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 Although it is just one explore just for the <laughs> And if you've not had enough of us, you can find us on social media at Triple underscore takeover for Instagram and Twitter and triple takeover at triple takeover or one word on Facebook. Maz, where can they find you? Not on Mastodon. <laughs> Mastodon? Yeah. Or John Mastodon? Yeah, I'm John Mastodon. <laughs> it's at TF Square One on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm at 60TF on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, some other places, all of those. And I'm at Toybox Oatbox. Anyway, there's an at. Not Mastodon, though. But not Mastodon. Right, not Mastodon. Or most places. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So that's going to do it for our top picks of the last 12 months. But as 2022 draws to a close and we prepare to look forward to another year of toy collecting ahead, we send this message to any yet-to-be-released Autobots or Decepticons undergoing development amongst the stars. We are here. We are waiting. Happy New Year, everyone. Así vamos a leer.